Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome this fine Wednesday afternoon to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas with you, serving as your concierge for conversation here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thank you so much for joining us as we have the opportunity to be live and local. Many thanks to iHeartMedia for that. And uh, you and I get to talk about the issues of the day in terms of being realistic and and rational and respectful all at the same time. Just uh, look forward to this time together with you. So thank you for being part of the conversation here. I want to start the conversation today with, with a follow-up uh, to yesterday's story because there's an interesting new wrinkle uh, to this story about the shooter uh, at Oxford High School in uh, Pontiac, Michigan. And uh, this is, uh, by the way, geographically a little bit north of Detroit, to my understanding. Uh, they have a suspect, uh, been identified as Ethan Crumbly, uh, charged, uh, accused of killing four student, uh, students, injuring seven. Uh, that would be yesterday. Uh, four counts, first-degree murder, one count of terrorism. And uh, he's uh, 15 years old. Can you believe that? Now, here's the interesting thing to me, and I want to park on this just for a minute. The news today is, and many of you may have seen this on network news, this whatever network news you happen to monitor. Uh, the news now is saying that the video that was circulating uh, where the Michigan shooter, Ethan, allegedly knocked on doors in the schools, knocked on classroom doors, and acted as if he was a sheriff in an attempt to lure students uh, to open the doors. Apparently, that whole narrative is untrue. Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard says the person trying to get the kids and students to open the door at Oxford High School was indeed a law enforcement officer. Now, what bit of terrible reporting framed that as the suspect trying to coax his fellow classmates out of the classrooms or whatever doors they were hiding behind. This this is troubling to me. And it's troubling to me because many networks apparently ran with it. I, I saw it. I don't remember which network I saw it on, but I, I saw it. It was a uh, cell phone video, and, and you heard someone in the background uh, asking the students to open the door. What What struck me right away with that, though, was that voice sounded a lot more mature and a lot older than a 15-year-old. I'm thinking to myself, if, if that was a 15-year-old, he's doing a pretty good job of uh, appearing to be older. Uh, th- this is what concerns me about news today. And, and you want to date this back to... Uh, the late 60s, uh, well, maybe the, uh, let me let me revise that, maybe the mid-1970s, uh, late 1970s, electronic news gathering was the big thing, ENG, uh, we called it. And the big thing there was because now we had ways to transmit instant pictures. Now, they weren't always high definition, obviously. They weren't always great quality. But we had the opportunity to get a camera on scene. And what began to happen, and and many of us saw this happening in in the 70s uh, into the 80s, was in this rush to scoop the other guys across town or the other network, news agencies would just get cameras out there and do horrible reporting. And you even see that today. You'll you'll see uh, reporters out there. All they want to do is they got to get first on scene, and a lot of reporters just start talking without a lot of research involved, saying a lot of nothing. And, and this is the danger of this instantaneous access to quote-unquote news. And I'm, I'm very concerned about this now because we have social media, 
And all someone has to do is record a, uh, a video on their cell phone, post it on social media, put a narrative on it, and suddenly it becomes news. Uh, does this concern you? Yeah, it concerns me. Are, are you, did, did you see that yesterday? Did that bother you when you heard that voice? It sounded official to me, and it sounded a lot older than a young 15-year-old. Anyway, I'd be interested in your your take on that. Did did that seem suspicious to you at the very beginning? Our number here, of course, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And the question associated with that is, what do you think we ought to be training new journalists to do to guard against this? I mean, this has been going on for decades now. I'm talking about trends I saw uh, entering uh, the broadcast journalism field, or at least trying to enter it, right out of uh, the university in, in, the, in the mid to late 1970s, and I saw it happening all the time. And we're, we're now in 2021 from uh, the late 1970s, and really not much has changed. And, and this particular... Uh, incident where news organizations across the board were playing this video and were saying that this this is the shooter trying to pretend he's a law enforcement officer to coax uh, fellow classmates out of their hiding places so he can shoot them. No, that wasn't the case. I'm going to be very interested to find out how it was discovered that was not the case and who was responsible for giving that false information. Was it because we have this rush to be first on the scene? We have this rush to get it out on the air right away. And uh, to me, it's about the general decay of journalism uh, over several decades now, and it's not getting any better. Someone frequently asked me, well, Mike, where do you go for the most trusted news? And I, I am always responding to that question by, you know, I, I just check many sources and compare them. But today, who knows? I, again, this particular uh, video was, was across the board with new news agencies, and I would like to know who made the decision uh, to put that out as a fact when, in fact, it, it wasn't. Very dangerous, in, uh, in my opinion. So this uh, 15-year-old uh, Ethan uh, Crumbly is, uh, is the suspect. And uh, Tim Willis with the Oakland County Sheriff's Department uh, says they've uh, collected quite a bit of evidence uh, in this particular case. Let's listen to uh, Mr. Willis. Further, a journal was recovered from Ethan's backpack, also dealing, detailing his desire to shoot up the school to include uh, murdering students. All right, so we had a journal, apparently. And, and my opinion, my friends, is this is pure evil. This is not uh, just someone... Uh, who got a hold of a gun and decided to go and uh, murder some classmates. This is evil. This is evil personified. And uh, for those in the anti-gun realm uh, who are going to blame this on guns and and justify having uh, 10-round magazines versus 15-round magazines, uh, they're shooting at the wrong target, no pun intended. Uh, also, apparently, uh, Mr. Ethan here, Ethan Crumbly, had planned this. He just, uh, Tim Willis with the Sheriff's Department said he had a journal. Uh, here are some more details from the Sheriff's Department. From Ethan's um, cell phone, um, taken in a search warrant, depicted a video made by him the night before the incident, um, wherein he talked about shooting and killing students the next day at Hoxford High School. Wow, very, uh, very disturbing. And then apparently uh, there's a report that the, his parents may also face criminal charges. Uh, Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald said today that her office will be making a decision regarding charging his parents in the near future. Uh, so it's very interesting. Again, he is being charged with four counts of murder, one count of terrorism. 
with the journal, with the, apparently a video that he made as well, did no one tumble to the fact that he was planning this? Did his parents know? Did they have any inkling, friends, family? This is what always astounds me. I don't know about you, but these uh, these these incidents where these suspects leave breadcrumbs ahead of time and either they're ignored uh, or they're not acted upon on purpose, I don't know. But it, it's very disturbing to me that something like this can be planned so eloquently, apparently, in writing and with video, and nobody tumbles to it. It'll be interesting to see those details as it comes out. I mean, if 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 you were the parents of, and I, you won't be because I know your character. But let's say you were the parents of of someone, and and uh, you you saw some signs like this, wouldn't you seek some help? Wouldn't you do some confrontation? It just astounds me how these things happen with breadcrumbs ahead of time and no one seems to act on it. I just uh, find that hard to believe. Our number here is 209-551-3483. We'll be taking your calls in three minutes here as we continue the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. We have a crash in Lathrop, eastbound 120 at Yosemite Avenue. Two cars involved. They made it to the right shoulder, but you're backed up from 5. And then eastbound 205 in Tracy, slow from Grant Line all the way to 5 this afternoon. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. Radio advertising can connect your business with holiday shoppers wherever they go. Use iHeart Ad Builder to create an affordable custom radio ad right on your phone. Just click, listen, approve, then hear it on the radio. Create your customized ad today at iHeartAdBuilder.com. You have homeowner's insurance for a good reason, because without it, a fire, flood, or burglary could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy does not cover. It's called home title fraud. The FBI calls title fraud one of the fastest-growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially which is why you need Home Title Lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature and documents stating you sold your home to him. Then he takes out loans against your home and leaves you with the payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove you did not commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone, from a cyber thief to a renter to a relative, trying to forge their way onto your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and enter radio for 30 days of free protection. That's code radio at HomeTitleLock.com. Folks, looks like food shortages are here. I'm going to stick around. Supply chains are breaking down and inflation is back with a vengeance. It's all part of the shortage economy. What used to be unthinkable is now in the headlines. Are you ready? Do you currently have a stockpile of emergency food at home? If not, go to MyPatriotSupply.com today, and you'll find an emergency food kit that's right for you and your family. MyPatriotSupply is the largest preparedness company in America, serving millions of families like yours. Pick up a three-month food kit that stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. The meals in the kit provide over 2,000 delicious calories a day. That's important when you need to survive. Order from MyPatriotSupply.com and your food will ship fast in unmarked boxes to protect your privacy. Don't wait for permission or more empty store shelves. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com now. MyPatriotSupply.com Walgreens is making Medicare easier than ever with the new FindRx coverage tool. Compare plans online, over the phone, or in person for free. Find the plan that's right for you, plus low-cost copays by visiting walgreens.com slash medicare. 
It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas back with you as your personal concierge for conversation as we have the opportunity to discuss the issues of the day that affect all of us right here in California's Central Valley. Well, in addition to that news out of uh, Michigan regarding uh, the shooter, again, I'm just amazed that that story about uh, the alleged shooter allegedly trying to coax his fellow classmates out of their hiding places by pretending to be a law enforcement officer was uh, a phony story. Uh, apparently the video wasn't phony, but it was a law enforcement officer calling the kids out. And again, my concern is how how journalism stubs its toe on this, on, on these types of things on a regular basis. We need to do better training in our journalism schools and call journalism back to uh, a, a sense of responsibility that apparently is is being lost. That that shouldn't have happened. That's uh, in my opinion. Uh, highly uh, inexcusable. Uh, also, as you probably know, the first case of the Omicron variant, uh, variant, <laughs> variant has been detected here in the U.S., here in California, and of all places, of course, San Francisco. Yes, the Omicron variant is now, uh, well, about 90 miles away of where our... Uh, our uh, secluded studios are here. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who I automatically don't believe, but he's probably right here, says the case is from a person who traveled from South America to California. I've seen that from several sources, so I think we can believe that. Apparently, uh, the person was vaccinated and it is in quarantine. Uh, President Biden says uh, this variant is a cause for concern, not cause for a panic. Apparently, uh, from what I've heard, uh, this person or persons that have the Omicron variant are uh, the the symptoms are are fairly mild, uh, which brings up an interesting perspective and and you know my point of view on vaccines. I believe that given the freedoms and liberties that, that we have in, in the United States of America, that, now first of all, this is a shot. It's really not a vaccine. This will not, this does not prevent you from getting COVID-19 nor the Omicron variant. Right? That's provable. That, that is a truth. And so this whole issue over government-mandated mandates, to me, is a tremendous overreach. I'm all for offering the American people, Californians, the opportunity to get vaccinated or to get boosters if they choose to do so. I am not for mandating it. You say, well, what about polio and all of that? Well, we're, we're mixing up apples and oranges here again. This is not a vaccine that prevents you from getting the disease. It is a shot that hopefully may prevent you from getting it. Uh, Most likely, if you get it, you may get either no symptoms or milder symptoms than someone who is not vaccinated, perhaps. But the whole issue of mandating uh, the so-called vaccine, I'm going to call it a shot, to me is tremendous government overreach and ignores the truth uh, of of these uh, bodily, wonderful chemistry things that God designed our bodies to do to fight these diseases off, uh, to have that natural immunity that is built up, for example, if you've already had uh, the virus. And then there are some people whose chemistries it would be dangerous to introduce some of these uh, shots into their bodies and people in my family. Even my extended family have had very severe reactions that are pretty scary. And so, uh, again, I am all for the freedom to have the vaccine or the shot, if you wish, but not to mandate it. Well, here's uh, uh, some more uh, 
wisdom on that. And again, I don't tell you what to do. My job here is to offer you alternative points of view. You think about it. You are all very intelligent and you make your own decisions for yourselves. That's the way I think it should work here in the United States of America and in the state of California as well. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, you may have heard of him. He's from the Stanford School of Medicine. He was uh, on the air being interviewed on the Ingram Angle uh, about two days ago, and uh, these are his, uh, what day was it? Uh, the 29th, back on the 29th, uh, interviewed by Laura Ingram on Fox. Here's what uh, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya from the Stanford School of Medicine opined about this whole issue of mandated vaccines. The vaccine mandates make no sense. The idea of the vaccine mandates is, well, we can, uh, by opening up spaces where only vaccinated people are, you can feel safe that you're not going to get the disease. Well, very clearly from this kind of, this evidence, and there's lots of other evidence that the vaccine does not stop disease spread, that's not true. The vaccine protects you against severe disease. That's a private benefit, but not a public benefit. There's no sense in the mandates at all. And of course, the, all of these other uh, measures that we've taken to, to, to separate people from one another have their costs. To, to, to say, well, just because we can spread the disease, when we, many, many of us are vaccinated and many, many of us have had the disease and we're covered and are thereby protected, therefore we should live our life in, in cowering in the corner until, until God knows when, makes no sense. Well, there you go. I, I think that's a pretty uh, common sense uh, approach to this. I liked uh, Dr. Bhattacharya's point about this is about you versus you and me. Let me put it that way. It's about you and me versus a potentially very serious disease, which is a private matter, but not a public matter. Again, the shot does not protect you from getting the disease. And uh, I'm, I don't know that, that that truth has been articulated well, either uh, on purpose or perhaps just by an act of omission by our governmental leaders. I, I think that needs to be uh, underscored. And I think, I know there are some of you who don't. I, I know that many of you uh, think, well, not many of you, some of you, some of you feel, because you've, you've contacted me about it, some of you feel can't trust Americans to do the right thing. Uh, they tend to be uh, very narcissistic and uh, selfish, and therefore we need to mandate this shot. Well, again, the shot doesn't prevent you from getting the disease. The shot does not prevent you from transmitting the disease. Uh, the shot may prevent you from may prevent you from having full symptoms it uh, it it may lessen the symptoms and such but the shot does not prevent you from contracting covid-19 nor does it prevent you from transmitting uh, covid-19 and so i believe that if you tell the american people the truth most of the american people have a brain, and they will make the right decision about doing the right thing for the people around them. Give them the option. Here are the options about the vaccine. This is the truth about what it will do. This is the truth about what it cannot do. And you make the decision. I think the American people will step up to the plate and do the right thing. I know some some don't feel that way, but I, um, I, I truly believe that's uh, the case. Coming up, we're going to talk about redistricting and demystify it for you. Coming right up in five minutes on The Mike Douglas Show. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Hi, Mike Douglas here. Whether you're working full-time, running errands, or at home with all the kids, Canines on the Move is here to help give your pets the attention they deserve. Exercising our animals promotes weight control, digestive health, and alleviates destructive behavior and hyperactivity. When your schedule is packed, call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. That's 209-226-1150 because a walk a day keeps the vet away. 
Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. We have a crash in Lathrop, eastbound 120 at Yosemite Avenue. Two cars involved. They made it to the right shoulder, but you're backed up from 5. And then eastbound 205 in Tracy, slow from Grant Line all the way to 5 this afternoon. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Mass Mutual knows college planning can be an uncomfortable conversation. Grandma, I hope you're around forever. That's so sweet. So you'll take care of me forever? Of course I will, dear. That includes paying for college, right? Uh, private or in state? Private. Honey, I've got ten grandkids. But am I not your favorite? Do you still have that other grandma? Talk to us about college planning today. Feel comfortable about tomorrow. Mass Mutual. Live Mutual. I'm Liberty Santiago, intuitive business consultant. And I'm Justin Duncan. We are the hosts of the Small Business Voice. Providing tips and tricks to help you become standout business owners. Join us every Saturday at 11 for the tools you can use to succeed on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Oh, yeah, the holidays right around the corner. You know, you got to be thinking about time with family, the season. You can't. You got that constant joint pain. Listen, if that sounds like you, it's time to get some relief. And the medical professionals at Modesto Physical Medicine, they got all the answers to chronic joint pain. They're natural therapies that help your body heal itself. Is it that nagging pain in your hips? Maybe your shoulder, your back? Oh, the knees. Modesto Physical Medicine gives relief without going under the knife. Matter of fact, it's a simple office visit. No downtime, no harmful drugs. They treat pain through regenerative cell therapies. It activates the body's own healing properties. They give patients their quality of life back. Get started now. You'll have something to really celebrate for the holidays. Call for your free consultation at Modesto Physical Medicine. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. The sooner you get started, the faster you'll feel the amazing relief. That's 838-3434. Ready or not, Christmas starts now. Right now. While Santa and his elves are hard at work, you can play iHeart Christmas Radio. 100% Christmas favorites, commercial free. Download the free iHeart app and take iHeart Christmas Radio everywhere you go. Or listen at home on your smart speakers. Just tell Alexa to play iHeart Christmas Radio on iHeart Radio. Hello. iHeart. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. iHeart This report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. Sunny skies today. We will have highs in the 60s, actually almost low 70s, and then partly cloudy overnight. Temperatures drop back into the 40s, partly cloudy tomorrow, mid-60s, and light wind. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thank you so much for being part of the conversation today here on the Mike Douglas Show. And again, my privilege always to serve as your concierge for conversation as we take a look at the issues of the day that affect you and me right here in California's Central Valley. And uh, one of those issues that affects us, but I I know when you mention it, sometimes uh, people's eyes start to roll back in the back of their heads and they kind of get a dead look in their eyes and they're going, oh, ho-hum. But it's important, that subject, that topic is redistricting, and redistricting is afoot. And we're going to talk about why it's important and maybe demystify the process a little bit. We'll talk about uh, the consequences of redistricting with Josh Whitfield. Josh is our election specialist, our political analyst, and trusted guest host here on The Mike Douglas Show. Josh, welcome back. Great to have you with us. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Hey, let's start Let's start by talking about the importance of redistricting. 
redistricting. Let's talk about the significance of it and why we need to pay attention to it. Well, I mean, as I'm watching in real time right now, the commission is working on the Central Valley's lines for the state assembly. And uh, it's important because this only happens once every 10 years and how lines are drawn really distribute uh, political pow- power, not just between the two parties, but between regions. And it's, it's critical. Um, uh, you know, if your, your region is a seat of power in any given district, Mike, uh, you have way more influence in Sacramento or Washington, D.C. And if you're kind of on the periphery or on the outside, uh, you know, it is, you know, that's just human nature, right? Uh, politicians go where the voters are. And, uh, and so, you know, it's a, it's a very unique battle that we see once every 10 years across the country. Uh, but it's critically important for regional economies and, 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 and political influence in Sacramento and Washington, D.C. Josh, when do we begin to see the effects of the redistricting plan? Obviously, the commission is in progress, in process at this point. When do we finally see those lines solidified? Well, we, we already have draft maps. They, they caused quite a stir uh, when the draft maps came out. Uh, the commission has, by court order, by Supreme Court order, until December 27th to approve maps before they're taken out of the commission's hands. We're seeing lines being solidified as we speak in real time. If uh, people go to wedrawthelinesca.org, they can go to the live meeting and watch for themselves. Those lines are being finalized as we speak. All right, and that's uh, redrawthelines.ca.org? Yep, we, as in you and me, wedrawthelinesca.org. That's the uh, redistricting commission's website. Great. So, uh, Josh, what what are you seeing that, I mean, for for so many of us, especially if we tend to lean conservative, uh, oftentimes we throw our hands up saying uh, California is gone. What do you, do you see any glimmers of hope here that some sanity might return to some of our areas uh, through what the commission is recommending? Well, listen, I, I think the recall election showed us uh, very clearly that uh, conservatives and Republicans are still a far cry away from winning a statewide election in the state of California. I never say never in politics. I've seen the darndest things in my career, and and uh, voters defy uh, prognosticators and analysts' expectations all the time. The, the electorate's very fickle. Um, and it's, you know, one, two issues can move them from one side of the aisle to the other. Um, but regionally, California is very important to the to conservatives and Republican Party. There's 52 congressional seats, of course, down one because uh, California lost a congressional seat in the census count this year for the first time in state history, Mike. Um, but, uh, you know, California, you know, let me put it, let's just make it a simple math problem. I, uh, Republicans need to flip four to six seats depending on how special elections go between now and, and November of 2022. But four seats uh, will be enough to, to put Republicans in power in the U.S. House of Representatives. And uh, how the lines are currently drawn off the draft maps, that could be done just in California. Um, for instance, uh, I don't want to get too wonky on you, Mike, but uh, the lines that everyone voted in in November of 2020 – uh, Trump only was competitive or winning in nine of 53 congressional seats in the state of California based on how the lines were drawn. Um, he, if you would put the new lines on top of that, uh, President Trump would have been competitive in 15 of those seats. So that's that's that in, a, in an environment where Republicans seem to have headwinds and or tailwinds, I should say, and Democrats, uh, you know, appear at this early stage in the 2022 cycle seem to be in some serious trouble nationally. Uh, you can make a strong argument that just in California alone, not counting any other state, uh, that Republicans could uh, you know, walk across the goal line into the majority in the House of Representatives based on how these new lines are being drawn. Josh Whitfield, our guest, our election specialist, political analyst, and also one of our very trusted guest hosts here on the uh, Mike Douglas Show. Josh, uh, it, it seems to me, and, and you have your finger on the pulse uh, a lot better than, than many of us do, it seems to me that here in California of late, the lines between hardcore Republicans and hardcore Democrats 
somewhere are starting to blur just a bit because some folks are beginning to say, you know, I'm not care about whether it's Republican or Democrat. I I would like to see some power returned to the people and less power uh, out of uh, Sacramento. Do you you see any trend uh, in that direction? Yeah, there's no doubt that the voters are screaming um, and uh, screaming that. I'm not sure Again, we talked about this during the recall, Mike. I, I've seen nothing in the data and in the uh, in the actual vote count from the recall election that would suggest that voters return Gavin Newsom to office because are, are definitive from the recall because they particularly like him or his policies. Uh, that, that there's no evidence to suggest that Gavin Newsom is a very unpopular governor in California, um, and which is tremendous because he was very popular when he was elected, and his uh, his popularity is 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 in some serious trouble. Um, you know, I just think that the majority of California voters decided um, they would rather stick with Gavin Newsom than Larry Elder. I know a lot of conservatives, Republicans are listening to your show may not like to hear that, but I think the data is pretty conclusive there. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was, you know, I think the governor's entire campaign plan there was paint uh, Larry Elder to be right of President Trump, and that campaign strategy was effective, uh, especially in the Bay Area and the L.A. County. Josh, as you, and I, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but let me just bounce this off of you. As we look forward to uh, 2022 and then 2024, do you see this theme of demonizing people as being specters of Donald Trump? Do you see that continuing into 2022 and 2024 as a tactic from the uh, Democrat side? Or are we going to reach the point where people are going to have to run basically on the basis of their policies? Yeah, I have no hope that we're going to be debating policies anytime in the near future. Mm. Like, uh, <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say worked, that. It's worked for, it's worked for centuries. Uh, yeah. We saw it with Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. Uh, got so bad between the two that they they had to shoot pistols at each other to resolve their distance their their differences in a sanctioned legal duel back when that was a thing in 1700s but or early 1800s but the the point I'm trying to make is now I, I unfortunately I, I see nothing on the horizon um, you just saw it with uh, uh, Representative Boart and Representative Omar uh, a Republican yeah. from Colorado and a Democrat from Minnesota and and they can't these these are two members of Congress that can't even talk on the phone to each other. Yeah. Uh, the division is real in D.C. I've never seen the House as divided as they are. You saw that with Kevin McCarthy's marathon uh, filibuster speech, the Republican minority leader from Bakersfield. Uh, there is nothing. There, there's no reporter I've talked to. There's no one in, inside the business, this industry that I've talked to. I think everyone expects 2022 to be as uh, di- divisive and negative as uh, 16, 18, and 2020. Do you think, uh, Josh, that that will discourage people from casting votes, or do you think the whole situation that we're in right now in California will provide that impetus to go to the polls? Yeah, we continue to see uh, record turnouts uh, for like elections, uh, uh, not just in California, but across the nation. So uh, I think people on both sides of the political spectrum are really, really teed off right now, Mike, and and. When you're angry, that's a motivator, and I, I think we're going to continue to see uh, record turnouts uh, as uh, things move in the future. However, in, in this midterm, generally speaking, we see less Democrat turnout in midterms. Republicans tend to vote about 80 to 90 percent of uh, their general election turnouts uh, you know, per capita. Of course, that's, that's very subjective in general. That, that changes regionally, but suffice it to say, I think most political analysts and operatives would agree that Republicans tend to show up for every election and, and Democrats tend to show up just for presidential. However, like I said, uh, these last 10 years have been very different, very difficult, the last two years especially, Mike. And um, from my point of view, uh, I'm not going to look in the crystal ball on this one. I, I think the re- reality is, is, is we don't have any idea what the electorate is going to look like yet for 2022. It's just far too early to, to even make an educated guess. Well, and as we know, Josh, uh, the, the winds of change uh, blow through uh, in, in very short time. Look, we're only uh, 
January 2021 wasn't that long ago, and look where we are today compared to where we are were in uh, in early January. And I'm I'm looking at tw- November 2022 is uh, still a little bit away, and so I'm wondering uh, if that passion will continue. Uh, I'm I'm guessing it may because I don't. I suspect we're not going to see a lot of policy change regarding COVID-19, at least, regarding uh, control and power issues in California. I think probably our our leaders are going to hang on to those. So I'm thinking possibly that dynamic will carry into 2022 and not abate, which may uh, cause people to be a little more emotional and a little more motivated to go to the polls. That's what I'm hoping for. But like you say, we don't have a crystal ball. We'll see what happens, right? Well, Mike, here's what we know. Uh, right now, right, the last wave election year for Republicans was 2010, and it was a it was an unprecedented wipeout of Democrats in Congress um, in 2010. Um, that came after what the voters perceived was uh, overreach of the Democratic Party passing the Affordable Care Act. The voters punished them. I think the voters uh, with these uh, unprecedented spending bills, and we're talking trillions and trillions. Voters used to cringe at billions and billions, right? Uh, now we're seeing trillions and trillions of dollars uh, being spent, and uh, I, there's there's a real animus from the electorate on, uh, and I don't think just in the United States, Mike, I think globally on these continued lockdowns and this never-ending pandemic. And I think the the working class families' patience is expiring, largely because governments have not been consistent with anything, uh, whether they're being hard in the paint on COVID policies, whether they're being too light, uh, there's just been no consistency from government anywhere. I think people are rightfully teed off about that. Uh, but, Mike, uh, here's what I know. Uh, I would much rather be a Republican right now heading into 2022 than a Democrat. Uh, Democrats are in serious trouble in the U.S. House of Representatives. Um, uh, in my mind, I would be willing to go, I mean, short of an act of God or, God forbid, a war, Mike, uh, you know, something that really changes the dynamic of the political environment. I, I don't see any pathway to Democrats retaining control of the U.S. House. Uh, I think now it's just a matter of will be a light, modest or major victory for Republicans in, in the U.S. House. Um, and I think there's going to be a real battle for the Senate. But if I had to put my money on it today, I reserve the right to change my opinion closer we get to November 2022. But I think re- Republicans probably retake both chambers if you if you had to make me guess today. Um, based on redistricting alone uh, for the House and then just the political environment for the Senate. Well, Josh Whitfield, thank you so much. Again, Josh is our election specialist, political analyst, and trusted uh, guest host here on uh, the Mike Douglas Show. Josh, thanks so much for visiting with us today and bringing your your expertise and your commentary. Appreciate that very much, and uh, I know we'll be talking to you more in the future as we approach 2022. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Mike. Y'all have a good one. All right, you too. Coming up on the Mike Douglas Show, I've been waiting to give you this feel-good human interest story. We need positive stuff. I've been waiting to give you this story for probably three or four weeks. I'm going to get to it, finally, in three minutes. So don't go away. This is the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, back in three minutes. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. South 99 in Ripon, right at Main Street. We have a crash in the center divide. You're looking at delays, too, in Lathrop, eastbound 120 at Yosemite Avenue. A two-car wreck on the shoulder, a tie-up from Highway 5. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. From the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Okay, folks, interest rates have ticked down, creating the... Perfect opportunity to take advantage of your home's equity. Take out some quick cash, introducing the 
fast cash refi from First California Funding. Tom Sullivan for the local company I trust. First California Funding has a fast cash refi. You can get up to $50,000 at super low rates, close in as little as 10 days, skip two mortgage payments in the process, no bait and switch, no sitting on hold, no selling, inflation's on the horizon, who knows how long these rates will last. Tap into these super low rates with a fast cash refi. Make the five-minute call. You will have a casual, no-pressure conversation with a local expert that has your best interest in mind. First California Funding at 916. 916- 989-6222, 989-6222, or start the process in seconds at fcfunding.com. California Bureau of Real Estate. Real estate broker license number 01069872. NMLS number 282458. Equal housing lender. Maybe you have a loved one who forgets routine tasks more than usual, like letting the dog out, or struggles with chores like laundry or cooking. Sometimes what may seem like a senior moment consistent with normal aging could be symptoms of MCI, the earliest clinical stage of Alzheimer's. If you or someone you know is experiencing difficulties like these or other memory issues or mood changes, talk to a doctor and consider asking about cognitive screening. You can also learn more about MCI and its most common cause at itstimewenow.com by Biogen and Azi. Our pets are important. They're family. <laughs> Whether you're working away from home or at home, your pet needs healthy activity. Canines on the Move can help you keep those pets going. They give your pets the love and exercise they need when you're not able to. From dog walking to pet sitting, Canines on the Move can make a difference. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. Call today and your first walking service is free. 209-226-1150. Canines on the Move, 209.com. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks right now take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60 percent on your first three months learn more and sign up at audible.com local talk is back in the valley with kfiv's mike douglas weekdays at three on power talk 1360 kfiv and welcome back to the mike douglas show thank you for being part of the conversation today I have been waiting for uh, I think two or three weeks to uh, share this story with you. And, and with everything on the on the news today, with with all the negative stuff, I I felt the need to have a feel good story, a human interest story, something that's positive, something that that we can smile at and rejoice over. Have you been following the California School for the Deaf in Riverside and their football team? They have been amazing. The Cubs from the California School for the Deaf Riverside, the Cubs, carried an undefeated record into their state title game. They were undefeated this season. This School for the Deaf football team undefeated. Now, in their division, when they got to the final state game, Faith Baptist was uh, victorious. And it was a decisive win, 74-22. to But consider the fact that uh, these gentlemen, these young gentlemen from the California School for the Deaf in Riverside went undefeated in their division throughout the whole season to the final state title game that they played. It was uh, actually an interesting journey because they had averaged 65.6 points per game. That's right. California School for the Deaf Riverside averaged 65.6 per game. Just amazing, and uh, they they never had a winning record before this season. They had countless winless campaigns, and uh, all of the program's players from the California School for the Deaf in Riverside are deaf, as are its coaches. And this is very interesting. Here are two comments uh, from... Uh, football players on that uh, California School for the Deaf uh, football team in Riverside. Two comments through an interpreter, obviously. So we're going to hear the interpreter translate the signing that two of the players made. Here's uh, here's a comment from one of the players through the interpreter. 
We use our eyes so we're much more alert and we can see what's going on on the field in different spots. We can read the other team's plays, so we're definitely more alert than a hearing team is. And here's a comment uh, from another player. We use our facial expressions more so than the tone of our voice. So we use that if the coach is yelling at us and making a mistake, we know it by his face. Isn't that amazing? I, I, did, I, I applaud the California School for the Deaf, Riverside, and I, I have learned uh, to appreciate, and I, I don't know it all, and I have only superficial knowledge, but a pastor that I uh, uh, co-pastor with, Pastor Ross Bryles, uh, has a uh, daughter uh, who was born deaf, and I have learned a lot about deaf culture from Pastor Ross, and it's increased my understanding. And believe it or not, and I'm gonna, can I fit this in? I, I think I will. You know the huddle in football? Now, a lot of times the huddle isn't used anymore, but the huddle was actually invented by a liberal arts college devoted to deaf people. Paul Hubbard from Gallaudet's, uh, he was a a star quarterback for uh, Gallaudet uh, University. It's a liberal arts college devoted to the deaf people. Uh, He was plotting uh, uh, plays and all that and found out that uh, the other side could tell uh, apparently because of the signing what plays were going to happen so he positioned his fellow deaf players so they could not be seen and they can communicate with each other by sign language so the other team could not see them do their signing and they developed this huddle and the huddle actually uh, was developed by uh, a deaf football coach and this goes back to 1899 Uh, So it's just an amazing thing that uh, we can find in our news today to rejoice in and say, yes, there are great people. There are great things to rejoice and celebrate in. All right, we'll, we'll continue the celebration tomorrow. Trevor Carey coming up at 4. See you tomorrow on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.